You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I am your host, Justin Ruckla, and today's show is all about pitch perfect. It's all about the language you use and the importance of that. And our guest today is Maluna Fosh. Her name, her name of her business is Pitch Perfect. Um, and she is just magic in the space of business and combining. And what I love about having her here is she combines the concepts of spirituality and business together. That's why it's such a perfect fit for this show on the Superpower Expert uh, Podcast Network. Uh, Maluna, thank you so much for joining us here today. It is my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, So so Maluna, you're you're in the, the, the speaking industry. You're in the coaching space. Talk to me a little bit more about what you're seeing in the industry right now that that's just kind of an elephant in the room. Everybody knows it's going on, but they're not too sure what to do about what. What is it that you're seeing right now in that space? Yes, let's call this out. <laughs> there is a particularly nasty, I would call it hate-filled communication going on. A lot of it is social media, as we know. It's top-down. I'm not going to say anything else about that. But when we see this kind of behavior, the kinds of words, the kind of disrespect, challenging people's beliefs, meanness, hatefulness, it, it really spreads across the energy. And I'm very disturbed by that because I think folks are thinking, I can do whatever I want. I can say whatever I want. I can diss that person all day and there are no consequences and nothing will happen. Yeah, it's, um, you know, and this is, we, we see this in the business realm too of the way people are communicating on social media about their business uh, and what they do in the world. And, you know, it's not always the nicest. Um, and the language is is kind of in their face. And, you know, uh, this is an X-rated show, so I'll go ahead and use the, or an explicit show. I'm going to go ahead and use the word. So it basically, it's, they've got a fuck you attitude. Uh-huh. And that's okay when it's okay. But most of the time, it's not. Because most of the people that are that are throwing that out there are doing so to be Hurtful. They're not doing it from a place of standing in their own. They're not doing it from a place of they've got their shit together. No, they're doing it from a place of comparison. They're doing it from a place of I'm better than and the name calling and all that kind of stuff that comes from that. So where where are you seeing this most within within your clients? Where what is that weak point that causes people to get to that point where that's where they feel that they have to communicate? I have several clients with what I call the bully boss, right? B-U-L-L-Y, bully boss. We've created such an atmosphere of competition and aggressiveness. And I'm in the San Francisco area, so this is, this is huge here. Well, I can have anything. I can create any product with no value. But somebody will fund me. Yes. So it's a very immature, entitled way of being, of living, of thinking that somebody owes us or that we don't have to, what I call, be who we are and contribute. This is always a give and take. So a lot of my work is communication strategies, 
How do we maintain our own kindness, our own intelligence, our own centeredness while dealing with the bully boss who just wants to talk trash and diss us and everyone else around us? You know, it's, um, you know, the world today is, is a lot smaller than it used to be. And I know that's an understatement, especially with the power of the internet. I mean, I've got clients in Australia, you know, England, New Zealand, I mean, all around the globe. And it's, I mean, we're, it's literally like we're right there because, because of the power of the internet, you know? Um, and unfortunately it seems that it's made our society a little less tolerant for other perspectives because there's a lot of people that just want to be right and they don't want to meet other people where they're at. So how do you work with clients and how do you get them to places that, that they can see that it's okay for them to be who they are and have their own voice in the mix, but communicate in a way that is, that really allows them to be heard. A lot of it is what I call an inclusive language and training. Yes. For, for example, I go to a lot of presentations and people say, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, on and on and on. We're not all guys. I, I, I love that. No. You agree you, with that? When, when, when you, yeah. If you're a speaker <laughs> and you're talking about you guys from the front of the stage, you're basically every woman in the audience has now tuned you out. You're no longer listening. I witnessed this Saturday morning. You guys, you guys, you guys. So it's become such a habit and it's so mindless. And in fact, I like to look up the origin of words, right? Because I'm all about the voice and words and power words. And if you look up guy, it's, it's an old, I'll say British term that is even just not flattering for men as well. So, <laughs> you know, so, so if you look it up, it's probably men don't even want to be called guys. That's, that's awesome. You know, and what popped in my head here is, is that we take a word, something like guys, and we put it through the filters of society of what we think it is. But really, folks, if you're in business, especially if you're a speaker or you're presenting from stage, it's lazy. At the bottom, at, at the end of the day, it is just lazy. And if you're not taking into consideration your audience and who you're talking to and speaking to them from an inclusive place, one, you're shutting yourself off and you're not inviting them in to join you on the journey of information that you're presenting to them. So how do you help people overcome that? Thank you. I never thought about it as lazy, but it really is. Why are we not finding better words? Why are words masculinized or excluding part of the audience? A lot of it is understanding cultures. We have so many cultures here. So I work with people, and you said folks, which is one of my favorite words, to make sure they're including everyone in the room. And when we're not saying something offensive to someone from another culture. So we want to research this, be mindful of this, do our very best, and find some better and more imaginative and creative and beautiful ways to say things. We have I, so I, many more words. Uh, can we not use these words? <laughs> I, absolutely, I absolutely love that. And folks, recognize that you know there are going to be times where you're going to want to polarize the audience. Absolutely. Stand in your power. Stand, in, stand true to what you believe to be true. But there is a better way of doing that than being offensive. You don't have to come out and name call and so forth. You can invite those in 
that are ready to hear your message in a way that resonates with them, that filters out the people that it doesn't resonate with without getting ugly, right? Um, you, you see this all over social media and the people that get on there and they want to name call and it's, if, if you're not this, then you're this. And it's, it leaves no other room for other, for other possibilities or potentialities uh, in that space. So you know, what are some, like, before we go on break, what, what's, what's a, a, a tactic that somebody can take for themselves before they go and start presenting, whether it be on a video on social media or on um, uh, you know, a presentation in front of a crowd? What is something that they can do for themselves as they're framing up that talk? Yes, I like the energy of handwriting. Everybody's on computer, but I like to handwrite and then I like to type it and then I like to look at it again. Really take a look at those words, practice it, record yourself. That's one of the best things. And you can hear back, oh, I don't like the way that word sounds. That's not big enough. That's not expansive enough. Enough, Because we spend all this time preparing or should, I'll use that word consciously, we should be re- researching and knowing our audience. So let's prepare. Let's record ourselves, play with words, get on the dictionary, look up words that are similar, make sure that word is powerful enough in your integrity and really says what you want it to say. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and if, you know, if that means that you're going to use an explicitive, use an explicitive, right? And, and recognize that maybe that it's that kind of language that polarizes your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than the name calling, you know, there's some people that, you know, I get, you get me going on a rant and it's F-bomb this and F-bomb that. I mean, that's just the way it, and it's the military guy in me, right? <laughs> and for some people that turns people off. Some people, other people are like, wow, dude's passionate about what he has to say. And my people, regardless, are going to hear it and take the information for what it is. And, and you know, I, I do my best to never try to communicate from a place of name calling. I, you know, it just, it, it, it doesn't work, right? It creates ugliness, absolutely ugliness. And so if you're seeing this, and if you were experiencing this for yourself, then make sure you go take a look at Maluna's website. Speaking of which, Love, where can they go find you before we take a break? Where can they go find more information about who you are and what you're doing in the world? Thank you. Website is my name, Miluna Fausch. So that's M-I-L-U-N-A. Fausch is F like fantastic. A-U-S-C-H dot com. Fantastic. We'll have that link here below in the description as well. We're going to take a break right quick. You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers. But real quick, shout out to our show sponsor, Crypto Wealth Coach, Seth Manny over at Crypto Wealth Coach. Market's ripe. This is the time you want to learn more about crypto. Take a look. We'll be right back after this ad. Are you an entrepreneur who speaks at conferences? Have you attended a conference and seen someone on stage you know is guilty of bad business practices? If you want to stand out from the crowd and give your prospective clients peace of mind, then make sure your business is in the clear directory. All of our members operate in transparency and are screened annually for frauds and scams. Stand out from the crowd and get in the clear directory. Visit clearbusinessdirectory.com forward slash join to sign up today. 
Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I am thoroughly enjoying this conversation today. Um, Luna Fausch is the uh, founder and creator of Pitch Perfect. She works with coaches. She works with people that are taking the stage to help them really shape up their message and what they're presenting and how they're presenting it. We we're Before the break, we were talking about just some of the ugliness that we see in, in the world today, uh, a lot of it in social media. Um, you know, I really, myself, have really honed back what I consume from social media. And now, the, really, the only time I'm on social media is to put good out into the world and share, you know, what we're doing and share our message and share and, and, and kind of to counteract some of that ugliness that's out there. Um, Maluna, you've been doing this for, for some time. Can you give us some examples of um, maybe a, a story that you have in mind that, that you can share where somebody was communicating a particular way and they just changed one thing and it, it created another completely different outcome for them? Can you give us an example of, of, of that, whether it be speaking it or even in typing it on, on, a, on a blog post, the way they communicated on their blog? What's an example that you can share that, that, would, that the listenership would uh, understand? I have a, a client who's a salesperson. And so it's a combo with him. We had three things we were working on. One is his pace was this fast. So he's always speaking this fast. And so we're always going like this. Ah, take a break. We can't actually listen that fast, right? So we know it's, it's, folks have been trained to be very aggressive with sales. And this is, this is actually not the way to connect with people. The other thing was to use words like you guys all the time. So we were addressing number one, his pace, number two, his filler words or ways of in addressing folks. And the other thing is a funny thing called upspeak. And this is where every sentence goes up, like I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and I can't end my sentence. And so you wonder, do I know what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> it's, it's almost almost as if they're not wanting to end the sentence because they're they're hoping that the information just comes in next. Yes. And, and so he was debating with me. He said, but it's a question. I said, it's not a question. You're to be the trusted authority. None of these are questions. And even when we're asking questions, typically your voice doesn't go up like this. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine a piece of music. It needs to end. My sentence needs to go down so that you can process what I just said. What did I say? Because if it matters, I'm going to complete, wrap up, energetically finish my sentences, my thoughts, my communication, so that I can really connect with those prospects and people that I have the opportunity to work with and serve. I absolutely love that. And folks, if you're doing that from stage, then ask yourself two things. Are you really asking a question? And if so, mm -hmm. then give the audience an opportunity to respond to your question or are you asking the question in such a way that just painting the picture either way come down a little bit from the way it's being presented because you've got to let the audience absorb what it is that you're telling them and like like melinda said if you're running your mouth a million miles a second they're not going to hear you and if you're asking the question in such a way that's not directed towards the audience but it's more kind of like a am i really saying what 
this question is or what am I going to say next? If the question is more reflective of like your own authority, there's an issue. Stand in your power. Know that you are the boss of you. You are the expert of you and your material. Deliver it as such. I absolutely that 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 is beautiful. Uh, beautiful work there. Um, the fact that you're able to highlight that because so many people and folks, you can't hear it on your own. Nope. You, you can't hear it on your own because you're running it through your own perspectives. You need a coach like Maluna to be able to help you with that because she's going to hear the things that you don't hear to be able to guide you because she's going to be listening just like your audience is listening. She's going to be able to guide you and coach you through those phases. Um, so Melinda, I'm going to, okay, we, we looked at some of the ugliness. Let's look at some of the positive now. What are some of the, what, what are some of the tactics that you've taken that when people implement it and they, 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 they get that immediate, they, they, they see the immediate results. What are some of the things that people can do right now? If they're, if they're talking on video, if they're presenting for the stage, they can really empower themselves to, to take action and do, do things better. Do things better because yeah. it is the things that we might, as you mentioned, we can't see. We can't see ourselves and we can't hear ourselves. The voice is not something we see. It's something we've got to own, embody, feel. It's a feeling thing. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of it is allowing ourselves the pacing. When we see a fantastic orator, yes, yeah, someone influential or an actor or a singer, the power is that they can hold that stage in silence, knowing when to pause, knowing when to speed up, knowing when to slow down, when to get softer, when to get louder. So it's putting those dynamics in place. For example, when you introduce yourself, most people say, hi, 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 I'm, hi, I'm Dr. Melinda Fowler. What did I just say? There's actually an arc to the name that helps people hear us. For example, hi, I'm Miluna Fausch. So it gives a beauty to our name, especially for those of us with very unusual names. Folks can't hear what you said. They're going to ask you to repeat. So help your, your other person out. Really take a moment to say your name. We just rush through things that matter like our name. We're just introducing ourselves. This person doesn't know us, and I want us to own our name. And it's the same when being on stage. I don't want people to fidget and shake and do all of these things. I want you to ground yourself on stage, get the chest up, expand the ribs. Really, the number one thing is support, and number two is actually your breath. So my opera coach in my undergrad years, here's what she said, Justin. You need to take up more space. You're not taking up enough space on that stage. Folks, <laughs> listen to that. Okay. How many times have you witnessed a speaker on stage when you look up there and you have this expectation when the person takes the stage because they're going to be this, you know, magnanimous being, this magnanimous presenter, and they get up there and they look like they're a little wee, wee person. And they, they don't, they're like, you're like, huh? It doesn't make any sense. How is that person the person that they say they are because they're not taking it up? Well, that will tell you a lot about the speaker and where they are in their life and where they're at with their material. And if that's you, step into it, expand out. 
become bigger than life, fill that stage and watch the magic come through from there. So Melinda, how do, how do people get that? How do they step into that, that space? How, what, what is something that they can do to really expand out? What is there a thought that they, they can think of? Is there something they can envision? What's a, what's a good practice for somebody to do that? It is. It's a combination as you know, and the way you work with folks. Physically, I usually ask people to take a wider stance. So more of a rock star stance. If we're like this or we're like this, <laughs> you can be pushed over on stage, right? We used to do that in opera, an actor. You need stand your ground. So evenly place your feet and do a grounding exercise. You have a great one. A lot of my clients like to picture a tree. So you just imagine those roots going down and joining with other trees all the way down into Mother Earth. Now, the mindset that we want to cultivate is I am willing to be seen and I am willing to be heard. And so we're afraid to do that. But what happens if I know my material and I rewrite and edit and polish and craft and I'm willing to practice, and I'm willing to rehearse, and I'm willing to be great, then wouldn't it be okay to be seen and heard? Wouldn't it be your job and responsibility to share your superpowers and your message and your gift? Absolutely. Yeah. The Absolutely. answer is yes. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, this is um, Melinda, I could talk about this kind of stuff for days. I think you and I could probably talk about this for for weeks on end, you know, combining our energies together on it. Uh, I, I, I can't say how much I've enjoyed this conversation. Where can people go find more information about you? My website is milunafausch.com, M-I-L-U-N-A-F like fantastic, A-U-S-C-H.com. I also have a new phone app, yay! That would be, <laughs> thank you, if you're on iPhone, Type in, go to your app store, Life's a Pitch. That's a P, <laughs> Life's a Pitch. If you're on an Android, type in Life Pitch Miluna, and that should get you to my app. You'll see a microphone. It's educational, empowering, and right now it's free to be a member of my Life's a Pitch beautiful communication community. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Folks, go check out the app. Go download the app today. Uh, join the community right now. It's free to join. Melinda, thank you so much for being here. I can hardly wait to see you again at the next forum. Uh, and folks, until next time, stand firmly in your message. Speak less lazy, more creative, expand out, and go out and incorporate your own superpowers. Talk to you later. Bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.